You are now tuned in from the desk of low. Brought to you by from the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. Alright, welcome back from special edition from the desk low. You might have heard him on Baltimore County Forever Podcast. And you might have heard him on the council. But um, we got my guy. Um, he's fam too. So he's going to appear on the, sh- on the show more often. We got Norm Regular on the phone. What's going on, my G, man? I see, I seen you working, man, and just release your EP. Indeed, indeed, man. It's laboratory, you know what I mean? My man, Fifth. You know what I mean? Dope little, you know what I mean? A couple joints put out real quick. You know what I mean? I'm proud of it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, too, uh, you released your single, um, You're Born, right? And I was curious, Norm, um... Before we get into your EP and your born and all that, to the your born single, let's get that straight so the people who think I ain't, I ain't calling no one born, that's a single. Y'all need to go check it. Um, so, so check it, Norm. Um, let's tell the people a little bit about your upbringing too. Um, like, where did Norm regular want to be a rapper? So this ain't nothing new to you, right? So, cause like I said, since third grade, right? Damn. Um, but what made you like actually want to pursue like the dream too? Like, what made you actually want to get in the studio? I'm like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna put some tracks down on the wax. Like, what was that artist that made you want to do that? Um, it was actually a, a like a great friend of mine, like a big brother. Um, my man Rob. Um, is a group of friends. Yeah, cause I see, I seen that um, with your name too, Norm Regular. Like that, that, that's one hell of a name too. Um, I'm just wondering, Norm too. Was Norm Regular like your name from the start, or did you play around with a bunch of different names when you first like were actually getting into the studio? Pause. I mean, like, 
um, the whole name all together is normally regular. You know what I mean? It's like normally I'm regular, but when it's regular and what's normal, you know what I'm saying? So you can't really put me in a box. Well, I'm pretty sure too, like, you know, all those names that you would have had too, like, it's like an unwritten prophecy, right? Because everything has its timer too. Because can you imagine that if you went by artificial, uh, I mean, um, the name that you said before and like, how like it would have transpired to to now? Yeah, that's a fact. I don't think it would have aged well. You know what I mean? That's just me being young and trying to be too clever and trying to play with words and things like that. But nah, you hit that shit right in the head, bro. That's real. And like, you don't listen to a lot of bullshit rap out there, cause I noticed like you, you, you been putting me onto a lot of stuff, man. Like there's underground waves. Like that's how I know like the lane that you're trying to get in, and I know that you're gonna succeed too. Like I'm, I'm curious too. Like were you always that guy up on that like that underground hip hop scene, or did you have somebody else do that to you the same way you did that to me? Yeah, um, like I said, I've been involved with hip hop since I was a kid, so. I would um, listen to what my brother was playing and uh, what his friends would play. And uh, my man Sauce, in uh, middle school, I was playing some bullshit. I'll never forget. And he had put me on with something super dope. And I just couldn't go back. It was a, it's a radio station here in Baltimore. I mean, college radio, 88.9. Every Friday night, we got this uh, radio show called Strictly Hip Hop. And um, we grew up on that. It used to come on at 12 midnight, you know what I mean? We was just listening to that. And that exposed me to so much dope hip-hop. And once I got it, you know what I mean? Like, introduced to it, I couldn't really go back. So, pretty much been involved with this underground shit since, you know what I mean? The actual adolescent, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, because you've been in tune from, like, the start, start, you would say, too. Let's get this straight, people. No, no I've been in tune from the start. Yeah, man, I love it, man. Like, hip-hop's a part of my life. Like, you say, on Brown Sugar, you know what I mean? Like, like, you fall in love with hip-hop. That shit is real. I feel like a lot of people don't really appreciate it the way it should be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was curious, Norm, too, because I wanted to save this for our interview, too. Um... Because you grew up with Corey, shout out to Corey, that's the family right there. Um, I'm curious too, when he was starting his podcast too, because like you, you're featured on there quite a bit. Um, I, I'm curious too, did you did you um have to hesitate or anything like that before like doing the very first podcast of Corey that you ever appeared on? Um, nah, uh, Corey talked about that podcast for a while. He was planning, he was scheming for a minute, um, I mean, Corey is always cool. I met him in 10th grade. I think he's in 9th grade. Corey's a year young. Um, we've always been, like, cool or whatever. But when he first started the podcast, me and him was, we was cool. We was close, but we weren't as close as we are now. But I was still, you know what I mean, supporting him. Like, yo, you know what I mean, probably you do your thing. Da, da, da. And the way Corey's mind works, it was just all time. And so when he figured out the, the, the right episode for me to be on and hit me like, yo, I need you, you know what I mean? They and I'm like, all right, bet, you know what I mean? So we got right to it. And, you know what I mean? I've put in the gas ever since. I'm going to say, that's like kind of a, ahead of your time thing too, right? Because like, if you look at like, a lot of these podcasters out here, like a lot of them, you know, they don't do music too. But like you, like you're actually like 
putting yourself out there in these when you're talking because you're just vibing with your friends and stuff like that so you're giving the people a more personal side too so like when you know stuff starts taking off for you because i know it, it is going to start taking off for you people are going to go back and be like wow like yo this guy was on a podcast like way before like he even dropped the, f- the fifth laboratory indeed indeed um i feel like that if you listen to coincide with my music because, like, a lot of my music is very personal. You know what I mean? And I play around with my words. My word play might be whatever, but it's personal if you listen. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't write. <clears throat> I don't write unless I'm feeling something. I hate to just write just to write. You know what I mean? It's just kind of boring. You know what I mean? I feel like you're not going to capture that, that self-expression, you know what I mean, properly. So Besides, you uh, listen to something I'm saying, go ahead, bro. Oh, say that one more time. My G, cut out. No, no, I think go ahead. Go ahead and say what you were saying. Um, for, because, like, for the people who don't know, too, like, you, you have some fire tracks on your SoundCloud, too, that didn't make the cut, like, power and this, and things like that, too. So so I'm curious, too, Norm. Like, was the fifth laboratory, like, kind of a prelude to Class of 99? Yeah, exactly. So what's going on is um, a lot of them joints you hear on SoundCloud, those are a collective of songs I've been recording since 2012. And that's what Class of, Nine, Class of 99 is going to be. Class of 99 is just a, it's pretty much a diary. You know what I mean? And the shit I've been going through. That's why you got songs like Power, songs like Lorraine or whatever. And it's just all those songs, the situations I was going through at a point in time. So that's why it's coming out the way it's coming out. Because like I told you, I'm not writing just to write. All this shit is you know what I mean, events going on in my life. So I got joints that I haven't put on the SoundCloud yet. I still got mad songs that I'm still recording, just perfecting it because I feel like that's going to be the one that has people like, yo, that, that kid is fire. So just doing it right, taking my time with it. And, um, I just felt like this shit was just the right time. This shit popped in my head. It was an idea. You know what I mean? Fifth Beats is fire and this shit. I just, like I said, it just felt like the time was right. So, man, I clicked and, you know what I mean? We dropped this shit. Yeah, because, like, the timing is everything, too. And, like, you understand your craft and, like, how you want to approach everything, too. With, with that being said, too, like, how do you get inspired? Like, do you have to, like, drive through the city blocks? Do you have to go to work? Like, I'm curious, like, how does Norm get inspired? Um, life, man. Uh, really, life. It's, it's a lot of shit that goes on in the city I live in. Um, sometimes it can be depressing. You know what I mean? Sometimes it can be stressful. You know what I mean? So you get hopeful. You get, you know what I mean? Whatever emotions you're going through, and that that may inspire me to write. Sometimes I just may be high, and my thoughts are just everywhere, you know what I'm saying, so I have to tame them and put them on paper, you get what I'm saying, so it just really depends on the state of mind I'm in, I'm I'm always in my head, like, I'm very internal, so it's always something going on I can put on paper. So, like, for the people who are listening right now, Norm's from Buffalo, too, how's growing up in Buffalo as opposed to, you know, somebody who's never been in the United States before? I'm from Baltimore, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! I said like um. Sorry, I must have cut out. I said, how was growing up in Buffalo as opposed to somebody living in Canada? Like that, like for people who are Canadian listeners and want to get in tune with like 
growing up in Baltimore as a kid? How was that for you? Uh, Baltimore is so much smaller than uh, I'm assuming areas in Canada because just looking at it on the map, you know, I mean, Baltimore is a small town, and um, it's it's you really gotta get your get your your do out the mud here. You know what I mean? Like you really gotta work and fight for every piece of opportunity. It ain't too much as if anything is going to be given to you here. So you really, you know I mean, it's a lot of work. That's just how it is. And just, you know what I mean? These, I guess, northeastern states, you know what I mean? From Pennsylvania to New York, whatever. It's fast motion and, you know what I mean? People getting to it. So it can be stressful, you know what I mean? But it's unique, you know what I mean? It's definitely a very, very unique city. Um, Like I said, you really just got to be, you got to be willing to get to it here. You know what I mean? Because, Everybody hungry out here. Everybody trying to do something better they self. You know what I mean? But it's a lot of love here. You know what I mean? I ain't going front. You know what I mean? It may look otherwise, but it's a lot of love here to be. You know what I mean? I was like, how was like your teenage years growing up, like going to high school in in Baltimore? Uh, um, That shit was exciting, bro. That shit was really exciting because everybody thought they was invincible. Everybody thought they was the flyest. Everybody thought they was the dopest, you know what I mean? So it was really competition. That shit really got you prepared for life low-key, you know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean, life is competitive. So it was just dope seeing, you know what I mean, people express their creativity in high school, you know what I mean? Niggas got into a lot of fights over stupid shit like that, of course, too. It was a lot of that dumb shit, you know what I mean? But that comes with the territory, you know what I mean? But it was fun, man. You know, the chicks was there, you know what I mean? Niggas I was a father. I was a father at 16, so I was in a cut. I was just rhyming and all that. But, you know what I mean? Being around and seeing my friends do their thing and all that shit. That shit was fun, bro. I can't fuck. Yeah, because, like, for the people who don't know, you were a father at a young age, too. Um, so you had, like, absolutely no problem, like, fitting into high school. Like, that was your shit right there. Nah, fucking uh, high school, man. Once I had my daughter, it was like, whatever, let's get this shit done. That shit re- it reshaped my focus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't about me no more. So, it was more you know, about your daughter. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I ain't give a fuck, man. Let's do this for her. And because, like, because you and Corey, um, you both have kids, too. Like, you guys, like... Um, talk about like what you guys hope to accomplish in like two to three years from now. Like, do you and Corey like you, you guys obviously talk a lot, but do you guys have like serious talks like that? Man, it's it's ironic you say it. Me and him, we were together earlier, just planning and talking about this, talking about that. It's ironic we do that shit so much, damn there every day, like hours of the day, like just planning on things. I'm saying, what's this next move? We gonna do this for? this month and so and so and so forth. So, man, I mean, we, we always got something in mind. I told him earlier, I thanked him for that. I said, yo, you put the flame underneath my ass, you know what I mean? Just giving me that sense of urgency. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, you get in that, you get stuck in that rut. You need somebody to give you that kick in the ass. And Corey did that for me. Yeah, because Corey featured you on one half of the album right there, too, before you even had, like, music on Tidal or Apple or stuff like that. Provided me with so much opportunity that he didn't have to, and don't have to shit in return. That's one of the best dudes I know. That's 
facts right there. That's facts. And, like, also, too, because, like, you're from Baltimore, too. What was, like, the first time you went to New York? And what was that feeling like, like, knowing that you're going to New York to work on music? Not for, like, just to, you know, not to see the bitches or the thickness. Like, just to know, like, the first time you're going to New York to do music. What was that feeling like? Oh, man, that shit was amazing. Just knowing, you know what I mean? That's the the mecca of hip-hop. Going there to be able to do what I love. Just the energy is different, you get what I'm saying? Um, just knowing that culture is there, the air, it's just shit like a sensu being, but we get you charged up. So it's a great feeling every time. Every time I go up there to do music, it still feels unreal. Yeah, because, like, it's funny how, like, one person can, like, introduce you to, like, like, 25 new people, too. Like, um, I, I met all y'all, because I, I, I'm going to let people know how Norm came across my radar. Um, we actually met through Corey, because Corey reached out over the Flea interview when Flea went live, too. And I, I'm curious, too. Because I'm, I'm always out talking about him on my show, you know. Shout out to Flea, you know. Lord, Lord, um, I'm just curious too, Norm. I, I, what was the first time me and Flea like? Um, first time me and Flea, man, that shit was dope. He embraced me like, you know what I mean? We knew each other for years. Um, we were at, uh, a concert. It was, uh, the, the Locks. Um, Smoke Dizzle and the whole Griselda camp was there. You know what I mean? He's performing with them. And, uh, Mr. T, you know what I mean? He performing Mr. T. You know what I mean? He jumped off the stage, showed me love. We chopping it up, you know what I mean? And I never forget, he said, we gonna put on for the town, bro. You know what I mean? I'm like, my nigga, showing up. Looking at, you know what I mean? What he's done from then and now, you know what I mean? Um, I tell him all the time, man, I'm super proud of you. Like, that right there. That shit put the battery in my back. You know what I mean? Saying what, what, what he went through in life and all that, and him just losing P and all that. You know, him and P was super close. Seeing him keep it pushing and really going with the music. I'm like, yeah, we, we can do this shit. Yeah, because, like, a lot of people, I noticed they're flocking towards this underground sound now because it's getting a lot of attention. Because I'm seeing, like, Action Bronson, Rock Marciano, Mayhem Loran on tour. And he's like, these are sold out crowds that I'm looking at too. So I'm curious too. Um, with your career about to take off and everything too. I'm curious. Like, have you ever thought about like doing an album before all of this? Like before Class of 99 and the Phil Flappatory? Before you actually took it into motion while you were re- recording tracks like Power and stuff on your SoundCloud? Yeah, um, all them joints, uh, even before that, I had plans of making a mixtape or album, whatever the case, but, um, I was just going through it, uh, I couldn't find a stable studio, money wasn't right, I might be out of a job, but, you know what I mean, I was just going through life, you know what I mean, so, I never had the ability to just lock into the studio, um, a lot of ideas got scrapped, you know what I mean, trying to record here, that studio got shut down or whatever the case, so it was really a, a uphill battle just getting here, you know what I'm saying, so that's why the music sounds the way it does. Because for the people who are, are listening right now, um, you at least, uh, I'm actually surprised you didn't want to put it on the EP, but how come you didn't put the track You're Born on it? Cause that, that's fire. That's, you sample like Payton's 
and the, and it's just the way that that the beat it's like a it, it just reminds me of what? Baltimore. It just uh, that it, that's a Baltimore sound, in my opinion. Oh, so so you say that's like the lead single it's coming out there. Say it again, bro. You said that would be the lead single then. Um, yeah, more than likely, more than likely. Okay, so like, with Curious too, like, you know that girl on the cover? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's some um some some chick. The dude uh had me uh with the cover art. Like, like, we're, um, like, no, I mean, like, personally. I don't know what, say it again? Like, like, per, like, personally, like, do you know what I girl personally? Nah, nah, I don't know what personally, that's some, um, some, some, some white girl that he found, and just was like, yo, you cool with it being a white girl? I'm like, yeah, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, it was dope, it, I mean, it came out dope, I mean, I got alternate artwork with the actual chick from, um, from Paid in Full, but he animated it, you know what I mean? It's a different, uh, this is a different animator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the, the artwork shit on there, you know, when you uploaded it, you got to get it approved and all that. So, you know, try to cover your, cover your bases or whatever. Yeah, because, you know, iTunes and Tyre will be fucking around and forbid you can't do this because it's copyright okay. too. Yeah. Um, Let's talk Because I see, I see... I see you in the on the on the gram lately too, uh, working with Mac P too. You've been putting me on to like Adonis and like Vidon and stuff like that too. Like I'm curious too, like who do you hope to like work with like in the future? Because I like I believe you can speak them to existence too. Indeed. Um Honestly I love to work with uh Dawson just because I feel like uh, his energy would bring out some other shit. You know what I mean? And he just brought me all over the place. I don't know what the fuck he be talking about, but he seemed like, you know what I mean, his energy would bring out some dope shit. I just like to think outside the box, but overall, producer-wise, definitely be beat on, you know what I mean, the alchemist. Definitely them two, like, hands down. Um, like, artist-wise, man. I can't even, I can't think of a lot of cats off top right now, like, besides the dudes I'm rocking with, you know what I mean? It's cause, just because the chemistry is there, you get what I'm saying? Like, Mac, of course, you know what I mean? I mean, with Bernie, you know what I mean? Just the, the vibes is there, you get what I'm saying? So, I'm going to rock with that until, like, somebody else reach out, but it's, like, organic, you get what I'm saying? I think uh, you and B.A. Bad would make a good collab. Yeah, that yo V yo Vidon be like killing it right now with that underground scene too. Um, Cause like you're the per- first person to like ever talk to me about this guy too. So like um, for Norm Regular, when he he when Norm Regular found Kai, did your jaw say what the fuck did I just hear? Flames. Yo, it's it's <laughs> it's definitely like that. Yeah, definitely like that, bro. Like, in some joints, you know what I mean? You just hear, and it's like, yo, you know what I mean? That's honestly what I love most about this underground shit, because 
you could turn one way and find another artist that have you like that. It'd be another producer that have you like, yo, this shit don't stop. Like, 2018 alone was amazing. I was discovering so many different artists, and this shit was super dope. Shit was like 1995 all over again. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, like, legends came back, too. And, like, but, like, with um, a norm regular, do you hope to make an album that complex? Um, I don't really want to make anything too complex. I want, more than anything, I want you to be able to relate. I feel like if I was going to make something complex, that, um, that'd be further down the line. When it's old, you know what I mean? You know what type of time I'm on, but you also know I can do something different. And, um, yeah, that'd be do some, uh, that'd, that'd be something I'm doing some curveball shit, you know what I mean? I could definitely do it though. I definitely do. I mean, that sounds fun, honestly. Because, like, um, when I hear, like, your, like, a track, like, your boy, and and the sound behind that, too, um, I'm like, damn, like, Norm can put out, like, like, a, like, a, a complex album, like, a, but it, but it have, like, a bunch of lingo and meaning behind it, like, Orpheus versus the Sirens are on a only built for Cuban links type of level, too, because, like, it just, like, when I, when I, when I listen to your music, it just, like, yo, like, I know this guy, he, he knows the game, and that's, and that's what a lot of people don't understand, they don't know the game. That's real, that's real, boy, I definitely appreciate that, man, real. Oh, yeah, that's all facts, right, that's true. Um, also, too, with you having a good career, outstanding, too, from the three-track EP, did you want to make it three tracks, or did you initially have it, like, six or five? Um, it wasn't initially uh, a set number. Um, I just, you know, I mean, me and, me and Fifth connected, and, uh, it was initially uh, two beats I had, you know what I mean, from them. I was just going in on them. I'm, you know, me and Holla had them. Like, yo, let's, let's, let's get one more in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Bob made that happen. Like, fuck it. Lucky number three. You know what I mean? Third time that you call, whatever. So, did that shit, man. And fuck it. This shit, dude, it, it came out good. Like, I, I, I definitely, I definitely plan on doing more in the future with them just because of the way the songs came out. Like, um. Yeah, it can sound like y'all were working for years. Them. Appreciate that, boy. The chemistry was dope, but I didn't have to tell him like nothing. You know what I mean? We just connect on the beast, like yo. He sent me the pack and bomb and shit matched perfectly. Like, like I said, he set the backdrop for me. I ain't have to do much. Like all I had to do was just push the pen. Shit was simple. How come you didn't want to feature like your face on the cover too? Like, what made you want to do the cover like that? Um, I don't like I don't. Like my face and a lot of shit. Unless I'm even like when I'm taking pictures. I feel I like you, bro. <laughs> it's just, I don't. I'm not really making shit about me. You know what I'm saying? You like, want to let the music speak for itself, other than your image. Yeah, bro. Like you know, what I mean, you can see. That's why I don't really do videos with myself in it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's boring to me, rapping the fuck all day. Well, yeah, well, that was going to be my other question, too, because, like, I know, like, when I watch your videos, too, like, you have a good sense of anime, too. Like, we'll get into that anime stuff later, too, but it's kind of funny how you said that, like, most of your videos ain't featuring you, but at some point, are you going to do a video featuring yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
I got one, uh, two actually. I got a joint called Dirty Jean. You know what I mean? I'm actually physically in it. Got another joint uh, called Lorraine. I'm actually physically in it. But I did uh, an anime version to that too. You know what I mean? Extended joint. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do uh, You're Born. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be in that when we do that video. We're doing that real soon. I'm gonna physically be in that, but um, like I said, that's not gonna be about me either. You know what I mean? It'll be more about the, the lady in it, so. But yeah, I'm being videos from time to time. You know what I mean? I probably do a posse cover, you know, you know some old shit. Niggas jumping around on some old hip hop shit. I just always wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, 100, too, when it comes to that, too. What made you wanna actually put that in your music too because like when when i first heard your music you know i told you that up front too but i'll say it again too that one made me flock towards your music like you fuck with that anime you you even know anime that i don't, I don't even fuck with well what, what? <laughs> now um uh, uh i fuck with anime just because um i grew up loving just kung fu joints you know what i mean always enjoy kung fu joints and seeing the anime is kind of like an exaggeration of it. And, um, full metal specifically, I feel like that shit just resonates with my life because, uh, they, their whole basis of life, you know what I mean, alchemy rather is equivalent exchange. You gotta, you know I mean, give something to get something. And that's, you know what I mean, pretty much been my life, you know what I mean? You gotta put in some type of effort or some type of work. You might have to take a loss, whatever the case, you know what I mean? But, you always gonna get that back, you know what I mean? Like God ain't gonna take something from you and not replace it. So that's that, that shit really resonated with me on a deep level. Um, that's a lot of stuff that shit helps me with, you know what I mean? Mentally, just getting through life, you know what I mean? I'm like thinking about full metal, so it was only right that I interpreted it in the music. Because not a lot of artists do that too, and if they do, like they're not trying to do like. The wave that you're doing too, like I'm, I'm curious. Did you ever see uh Lincoln Park's uh Breaking the Habit video? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, so um, sometime in the future, you should definitely check that out too, cause um, it's a it's like rap and rock, so it's definitely not the 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 they're, they're definitely like not in the same lane. But why I brought that up too is cause that whole video is animated too. They actually got I think. Okay. It was, it's actually the person, it's a famous animator from Japan who did that video too. So I'm thinking that if you see that video, you would probably get inspired by that too. Because maybe, because like, you're like, you joined Cobra too. That's not animated too. It's actually from Planet of the Apes too. Like, with that song too, like, there's meaning behind that too. And like, because there's a meaning behind that movie that a lot of people don't know because they're not woke like that. Right, right, indeed, bro. Yeah, you caught it. <laughs> you caught it. Oh, uh, I'm curious, like, what made you, like, want to, like, bring that to the forefront? Is it, like, to, like, open people's eyes? Um, yeah, I kind of, um, I posted a message when I, uh, when I posted a video on Facebook, actually, um, uh, I struggled with just, just anger, anger problems again, I mean, since I was a child, you know what I mean, I always went to anger management and shit like that, you know what I mean? Shit's like really like bad the way it's always like a mental illness. You know what I mean? And I went through a lot, you know what I mean? I was homeless at eighteen, mom left, like people dying, all that type of shit. This shit was fucked up. You know what I mean? And um me not knowing much about, you know what I mean, psychological damage at that age, you know what I mean? I didn't realize how much trauma that, that left on me, you know, as I got older, I saw the movie and um, you know that scene when he's um He's telling uh, Caesar, 
Like, yo, why, why you got these humans here? You know what I mean? They got some shit. You know what I mean? Like, let them do their human work and they leave. Cobra pointing at itself, like, yo, human work. You know what I mean? Human work. And I felt that just so much because people were just like my blood and my family. And I, you know what I mean? Had nowhere to, like, sleep at. It's fucking wintertime. I'm getting off work with a sack of clothes, nigga shitting on me. Now, you can't stay here. You gotta go elsewhere, whatever, whatever. And it's my blood. You know what I'm saying? And that shit just showed me, oh, this is how humans really is. You know what I mean? And this shit fucks with your head throughout time. You know what I mean? Start looking at people different. Your trust gets fucked up. And I looked at Kobe, and, you know what I mean? I feel like something's misunderstood. You know what I'm saying? And you look at this shit at the end, that nigga was right. You know what I mean? <laughs> your facts. Like, but that's original. Like, that's original. Like, you, you don't see anybody, like, doing the kind of things that you're doing, too. Like, that that's what that's what I mean, too. Like, a lot of people, they're not flocking towards authenticness and originality, too, because... We're on the... People say the social media era. But, um, I'm curious, too, like... Who would you say is, like, your go-to artist just to, like, always, like, that one artist that you always go to just to listen to to, like, fix everything that would be going on? Could be bad, good, or, you know, just that one artist. Sky Zoo. Listen to Sky Zoo just because he's so, um, vast with his subject matter and it's so relatable. He's, like, the everyman. He will talk to you about being a drug dealer, but not glorifying it. My man made a great point to me. He asked me why I started hustling when I was hustling. And I told him, I was like, yo, I ain't had no fucking food in my freezer. And he was like, yo, that's the difference. A lot of niggas start hustling just to be the man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of us hustle such a vibe. You know what I mean? And that's why I like about Sky Zoo. He's got to join on uh, his newest release, uh, Celebration of Us. First song is called Everybody's Fine. Anytime I'm going through something, bro, I turn that on. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, yo, I'm still here. Still, you know what I mean? Got breath in my lungs. Like, yo, everybody's fine. You know what I mean? We be all right. We, we keep it pushing. Damn, because I was going to say the first time I ever heard of uh, Sky Zoo, in the back of the Double XL, they, they used to review those underground tapes, them, their life. Mm-hmm. Tape that. Took it back, bro. That's, oh, man. Good old days. <laughs> See, like, that's how I found, like, Sean Price. And like uh, uh-huh. that, I remember, that's how we found the Pete Rock and Smith and Wesson album because like they weren't at the forefront. Oh. I you had to go all the way to the back, and it was like a little <laughs> underground section. Um, th- th- this was um, a question that asked terminology too, um, and I'm curious too because you know where does people are me and you are tuned in. Um, I'm curious, like, do you did you do you think being in print back then mattered? As of today, because yeah. everything's digital. Yeah, uh, definitely. This shit was just different. Just coming from a fan, bro, fucking um, getting and purchasing an album and opening it and getting a booklet, looking through it, seeing the artwork, seeing the shout outs and shit, smelling the paper, bro. Like, it was just different, you know what I mean? Like, you knew the shit was about to be fire. You know what I mean? You could order a sweatshirt from out the back if they had the little insert or something. So, I mean, it was just different being able to feel that physical, you get what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why a lot of guys are bringing that back now. It's because, like, it, it, the, the digital is cool, but you see it now in ways old people are putting more effort into their artwork and their presentation, you know what I mean? Because it probably is really a, a culture, like, it's, a, it's, it's an art form, you know what I mean? So, 
I feel like it's, it's the digital shit. Like I said, it's cool, it's convenient, it's fuck, but it's not as fulfilling. You get what I mean? Yeah, like because like it's it's like how you said too, like the feeling the physical release too. Um, sometimes these physical releases would have little DVDs that came in, like the games, documentaries, like all the special unit DVDs. Now, I'm curious too, Norm, like because you said physicals are making a comeback too. I'm curious, like if if with class of '99 too, with the CDs that you got, um, that you plan or something like that. If in the future, would you do like something like that, doing like a little DVD along with the CD? As something like a throwback or something like that? Well, yeah, man. Um, been talking to uh, a videographer about that. Uh, I'm going to do like a little blog, all that type of shit. Because, you know what I mean? I feel like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a nerd, bro, but I feel like my life is pretty dope. You get what I'm saying? So I feel, I feel like it would be a, a dope balance, you know what I mean? People see what's going on with the music and, you know what I mean, the process and all that type of shit. Just, What's going on here? Like, a lot of people still uh, um, curious about Baltimore. I mean, they've heard about it. They've seen the wire or whatever. And um, I could I definitely show you, you know what I mean, what's going on outside. Uh, I mean, I'll be outside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny how you said that, too, because how everything connected within the past, like, last six months, too. Um, before I got into, like all this podcast I used to watch The Wire like like religiously too um, and it's kind of funny how like me you and Corey vibe together too and y'all from Baltimore I'm curious like did like what did that show during that because you guys were in that city or in that area around the time when this was being released like what was like did the media like kind of say like this this doesn't represent us or something like that or did the media kind of go like this is the realest into it Nah, they hated that shit. The mayor said something about it. They hated that shit. Like, this is not Baltimore. Uh, you know what I mean? They hated that shit, but uh, fucking, you know what I mean? They sell a lot of dope here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know that. You know what I'm saying? This is fucking common knowledge. But I guess they just didn't like the way it's portrayed. But you know what I mean? This is any other city in America, bro. It's all the same shit. You know what I mean? But like I said, Baltimore is just smaller. It just seems like everybody from, like, Baltimore, like, from Ken Los to you, because, like, I, I ain't gonna front. Probably only two people I know from Baltimore is uh, Ken Los, uh, Norm Regular, and he's not a rapper, but he got a podcast about Corey. That's probably, like, the only three people I know from Baltimore. So if anyone else uh, from Baltimore uh, hears that, y'all need to fuck up the last two people I said. My man. <laughs> My man. Um, I'm curious, too. When you see Los doing what he did with his career too like being from cause like like we ain't we ain't got nobody from where I'm from mate doing it like Lowe's what's that feeling like when you see him like writing for Diddy cause he wrote one of Diddy's best verses at the same damn time no it's um it's really amazing just to see that because because as far as Baltimore we haven't had we haven't really had anybody rap wise just break out you get what I'm saying? So that was probably the biggest shit we had. You get what I mean? Like somebody on Bad Boy writing for Diddy. 
from here and then Los is a fucking problem. Like something nice, like nice, nice. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is it. I know for me, you know what I mean? It makes me proud. You get what I'm saying? And y'all can't do your homework. You know what I mean? Y'all will see Baltimore got some spitters and some, some shit here. Niggas can rhyme. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, y'all pay attention. You know what I mean? We, we, I feel like this year, cats gonna wake up and you're gonna see what's going on with Baltimore because we, we definitely rhyming out here. Like, because like Baltimore is, um, just I, I can't explain. Like I want to find the right words for it too. Like, cause you're a nerd too. Like, fucking. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna go off topic a bit for a bit. Um, you, were you big like on games? Yeah, man. Um, still, it's, it's it's different now because it's more particular. But yeah, man, I, I grew up on with games, man. Like fucking way back in the day, the Sega Genesis. I just bought me a new Genesis, you know what I mean? I got the um, I got the Michael Jackson Moonwalker game in that bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's rarity right there because there's a lot of fakes going off that Michael Jackson game because the copyrights, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got my shit from, like, China or something. That shit took, like, two weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, too. Um, would you play games that have, like... Like a good background of color, like um, uh, like uh, like a Final Fantasy Seven, like with that uh-huh. music and the, like you know how that game had like such gorgeous like art in the background too. Would you ever like incorporate some references from the, some of these games into your music too, or, or like some of the art into your artwork? Man, that's all. That's coming with time, bro. That means just. Like I said, all that, all that falls into the creative process. Um, and so I could be one day in here watching the full metal. Another day I could be in here playing, you know what I mean, like you said, Final Fantasy or fucking Assassin's Creed or Shinryu or something, you know what I mean? Uh, be watching regular show and all that shit, you know? It might just click different, you know what I'm saying? And like you said, I might incorporate into a song or into the artwork. It, it all depends on just how it clicks into my mind and how it coincides with the word, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make everything mesh well. Did you did you just say Shamnu? Man, I played that shit like four times. <laughs> I'm about to I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I, I gotta buy um I gotta get a new hard drive for my PS4 because they got uh, they got part one and two on the um on PlayStation yeah. store. Yeah, like thirty dollars. <laughs> I was gonna because like um I only got brought up on my show once that show. I mean that game. A lot of people don't know about that game and how, how before a time it was too. Like you could get a job yeah. in that game, and but it was like for the Sega Dreamcast back then. Man, that was my shit. I had the Dreamcast. It was um, it was crazy because the dude suggested it to me. I asked him. I was like, "It was a dope game." I think I might have been in seventh grade, and he suggested that shit to me, and I was playing that game for like a fucking year. Like that shit, uh, I fell in love with it. Did you ever play Jet Set Radio? Nah, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Uh, <laughs> okay, at least you know. At least you know it, though. Because that's how we found a lot of um, music too, was through video. That's actually how we found Jurassic Five. Did you find a particular artist to a video game soundtrack? Um. Yeah. Uh. uh fucking um. Grand Theft Auto Three. 
game uh, game radio fucking uh classic they had so many fucking dope songs on there and I was familiar with some of these artists you know what I mean I was familiar with some of these artists but it might have been songs I heard years ago or whatever and, um, but I heard the voice 5-9 joint on there um, I'm the king I said how can this be I'm like what the fuck is this I just go crazy drive by to that shit it's cause <laughs> the fucking the energy of that shit then I mean uh Sean Price and Aguilar joint would come on, I mean, riding to the top, you know what I mean, and that that pushed me to, you know what I mean, fucking with Sean Price more, you know what I'm saying, it's when I got uh, his first album, you know what I mean, the Monkey Balls joint, you know what I'm saying, everything was just making sense, bro, it was just, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's a bunch of other people that can agree, like, that that station right there, that game, that open, open your eyes to a lot of different joints. And and that game radio too was like they had like so much greats before like they were like in their prime too like that like you said that I'm the kin yo I remember hearing that I'm like yo what the fuck is yo I gotta I gotta get like everything by this dude and actually I feel like that's the first time I ever heard Sean Price too because I wasn't like in tune, that in tune with the underground but it's like what you said too like a lot of people would agree like that station and that game Grand Theft Auto Three put a lot of people onto like these underground artists that. That are are considered one of the greats today. Absolutely, I agree. One hundred ten percent. One hundred ten percent. Shout out to Vicious right there. Uh, Alien Gain, you know, if you're listening, Vicious, my guy. He was the first guest ever. Um, I'm curious too. Um, did you like from that game radio station too? Did if somebody came to you and be like. Yo, we want to put, like, the Fifth Lavatory and, like, Grand Theft Auto 6. W- w- would you say, I got to think that over for a minute? Or would you say, all right, I'm down? Um, I think, I think initially, I'd probably think about it. I'd probably have to see, like, the, um, the plot of the game to make sure. I mean, I don't want to be no, like, crazy weird shit. Don't matter. I'm super particular. You know what I mean? I'm super particular, so I don't want to be a, a crazy... I don't want to be nothing I'm not proud of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I got my heart behind it. I want to be proud of it. I mean, like, I feel like it'll be... It'll definitely be a dope opportunity, but like I said, I have to see what the plot is about first. You know what I mean? Like, if it was, like, um... San Andreas, hell yeah, throw my shit on there. That shit was like a movie, you know what I'm saying? So, but, well, well, with that uh, being said, too, like, um, I like how you said that you got to think about it, too, because, like, a lot of people, they would say yes, too, but I bet you a lot of people will think about it as well. And that's the thing that I wanted to be leading into this question, too. If a label came to you, said, like, we want to sign you, but we kind of, like, want to give our input to your sound, but you can still market yourself as, like, how you want to be. As, so it's like a, it's like a partner, like a real partnership, not no just signing together. Like, you guys are working together to, like, accomplish something else, or do you just want to do this independent grind for right now? No, man, um, this independent has been treating me right. I feel like, um, if it's not... <clears throat> more beneficial for me rather than them. I'm not fucking with it. It's because I've heard about and just seen so many just new artists go through these bad situations because they've been overzealous to get on. And um, you 
some sodas years ago. I mean, industry rule number 4,080. Record company people are shady. You know what I mean? So I keep that shit in mind. And, you know what I mean? It's all a business. I mean, you got to you gotta expect the sharks in business. And I don't want to be green, especially, you know, if I didn't have anybody that's been in the game for a while and had their ups and downs and shit. If I had nobody with me, like, helping me, like, yeah, this is, you know, giving me some pointers. Nah, because I'm going to do some stupid shit and end up fucking myself up and nah, nope. Nah, I'll be all right. Yeah, see, that's good right there. My guy's gonna be independent right there. Yo, Trevor Lane. Yo, uh, you gotta check out, uh, uh, no regular Trevor Lane if you're listening. My guy is straight fire right here. I'm definitely appreciate you. Um, yo, appreciate you, my guy. Um, just curious, too. We're gonna get into your EP right now. Um, your, your three track EP. What made you, like, like, can you explain the name? Like, the, the like, the why you chose to name it that? Out of everything? Yeah, um, got you. Um, all right, so for one, you know what I mean? You know, it's produced by my man, Fifth. Um, I feel like uh, producers are scientists in a sense, chefs in a sense, it's creators, you get what I'm saying? They, they always concocting something, putting something together, chefing up something, you know what I mean? Just putting together all these elements, all these sounds. You know what I mean? So it's just different chemicals, you know what I'm saying? And, um, Fifth's beats kind of have that, they have that, that element, that, that area, like, that dark shit, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I was, like I said, once again, I'm in, I'm in this bitch chilling one day, high, watching, uh, Full Metal. And everything is strategic, you know what I mean? And I'm, uh, I've been, I told Fifth a while ago, I'm like, yo, you know what I mean? We gonna work, you know what I mean? And sure enough, time and bomb. I'm like, yo, that shit right there. Holler at Fifth, you know what I mean? Make the project called the Fifth Laboratory. So, you know what I mean? For those of y'all that don't know, the whole thing is based off, you know what I mean? Full Metal Alchemist. Every uh, every title of the song is an episode of Full Metal Alchemist, you know what I mean? Um, And I, I heard it like that, and I wanted to give my man his just due because... I feel like producers don't get, you know what I mean, they, they proper respect. So I wanted it to be more about him than me. That's why it's called the Fifth Laboratory, you know what I mean? Because he created it. He set the backdrop. All I did was put the words to it. You know what I'm saying? So, so you would say it's more of a collaborative effort as opposed to um, an introduction to Norm Regular. But it, at the same time, it is too. So it kind of is no, kind of both. Kind of both, absolutely, absolutely. Because the names, too, like, that's what I wanted to, like, always ask you, too. I'm like, man, this seems like a full metal alchemist piece of work right there. And, like, that's, like, that, like, like, I like how you put, like, um, so I, I'm not too sure if it's Japanese or Chinese. So my bad for my Chinese or for my Asian listeners. I got love for my yellow sisters out there. I love that. I love that Asian ass. But, any, that's not the point of the, um, interview. Um, I'm curious, um, what made you want to incorporate that like is that actually your name in um asian honestly i do not know um i hit uh my guy that does uh my cover art and i told him just the vision i had you know what i mean and he took it and ran with it like i didn't even have to like i said i didn't have to tell him to do much you know what i mean like i'm, I'm grateful that i'm involved with people who can see my vision without me having to explain myself a lot 
they like a good fucking baller. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I ain't really had to say too much to him and gave it back to me. I'm like, yo, that's fire because just it's, it's, it's blended into it. It's low. It's not overwhelming. And it, it adds to that element. You get what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know what the fuck it says, but it's fucking dope. You know what I mean? I'm curious, too, because you seen, like, how things took off for Adonis so fast, too. We're, like, working with, like, a, because I believe that was, uh, I still got to ask him this. I believe that was his uh, debut tape, too. Um, seeing, like, uh, artists like that coming from the West Coast and stuff like that, if an uh, if a producer, like, Fifth, and, like, let's say, um, uh, let's say a producer like MRK Sarks or a God Blast Beats came to you and be like, okay, Norm, we're, we're gonna fucking, we're gonna do, like, an eight-track project together. Um... Would yeah. you be open to working outside people that you rarely know? Yeah, man. Um, I'm all with building new relationships and whatnot. Um, that's honestly how I've gotten this far, just being open, um, connecting with different people, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's, I'm, like, I'm open, man. I'm on, I'm on, as long as niggas ain't weird on no extra shit, man, uh, we, we can work bro. <laughs> To Lord Tully E. Death, G Man, G Willis, Flea. What? I I don't want to leave anyone out. So my bad, you guys. Uh, Lord Zuki, come on, you guys. I, I got love for you. Um, I'm I'm curious too, cause um, I um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately too, and I see it in other artists too. Do you get inspired by women? people like some some are o- open like that but a lot of people like like they're not really about that too because like it's all about vibing of people too because you can kind of tell like who has love in their life and who doesn't yeah absolutely absolutely and, and, and then like you said like you but you also this is what i learned too you also can't be judgmental because you don't know what that other person's going through like they may look like they don't uh, have nothing but it just like or, or sometimes it looks like they have it all but you don't know what they're going through that's real that's real that's that's what's so complicated about life man um a big bro you know what i mean going back to my um, a big bro Rob, he told us that when you were younger to be just in all your dealings, you know what I mean? Because you don't never know what the next man is going through. Uh, that shit, you know what I mean? It's, it's real stuck with me since then. 
with um, you learning such life lessons too through your older brother too. Do you hope to like make a personal album, like a real person, like a really personal album, like um, like a Buck Ryan personal album? Because uh, Smith and Weston released a new album, and like, like that's what I like about music too. Like, like music that has meaning behind it too. It's just not all like I'm gonna go fucking pop like twenty Percocets and drop them into lean and hope to God I don't die in the morning. But like that's right. that's why I don't listen to that mainstream shit. underground artist do you, are you trying to market yourself as an international artist too yeah indeed man um, just trying to target my demographic properly and you know what I mean make sure I'm reaching my, my supporters I've noticed uh, overseas shows me a lot of love man um, trust everybody overseas fucking with me show me a lot of love man I was really surprised I was like, yo, I didn't know that. I didn't know y'all were listening. It's such a humbling experience to know people from a different time zone are playing your songs. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I definitely want to try to uh, establish myself more. Like I said, I'm learning every day um, how to do this and, and pinpoint things. So, like I said, it's, it's a learning experience. I'm definitely getting to it, though, man. I mean, anybody across the water, but we're normal regular, man. Let me know. And and also too for any uh, listeners overseas too, um, do a lot of people hit you up about your voice? Um, I've just started getting like comments about my voice and stuff like that. Um, certain people that know me say a lot about my voice. They're like, "Yo, you sound so much different when you rhyme versus when you talk. Like it's just so light and it's standard third when you talk so deep, blah blah blah." It's because it's just, it's just the energy, you know what I mean? Projecting my voice and all that raises. And, um, like in high school, I was getting so many comparisons. Oh, you sound like this dude, you sound like that dude, but because of your voice. So, I mean, it's, it's so different comments about my voice, bro. Yeah, because, like, um, 
that's what like is good for music too, like having a voice that stands that, out. The voice. Yeah. Absolutely. With um I noticed that like people like Joe Budden and a Jadakiss have a very distinctive voice. Um do you ever think like people kinda go too far? Like I'm not talking about them in general, but do you think people kinda do stuff like smoke a shit ton of cigarettes or do like drink some kind of crazy ass Clorox in order to make their voice sound different? Like have you ever heard stories like that? Um, not so much uh music, more so in acting. We hear people do things like that to get uh, prepared for a role, but um, I'm not. No, I'm not surprised. I'm sure people do that shit all the time, trying to get. You know what I mean? That I guess that tone, that tone of voice they want. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, because um, I ain't gonna say no names though. But there was like, there's one guy I was checking out too, and like. He was smoking real well recording, and I'm like, and this, this guy, was, uh, I was like, I'm like, so you're coughing in the record, first of all, and you got this mattress fucking tied around your head. Like, are you wearing the studio, or is this just some kind of Instagram skit? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm curious, too. What's, like, the most thing that you've seen on Instagram that people kind of do the wrong way too because what my theory is too and I noticed that um, because you're like me your profile is public have it, ha- has an artist ever hit you up before and like yo let's clap clap and then when you go click on his page it's private yeah man that's, um, that's a bad look uh, if you're doing anything business wise art wise whatever you know what I mean? You're trying to build your brand, sell something, whatever. The page should not be private. Because it's like, how are you going to reach new people if they can't see what you're providing? They can't see your service, your product, whatever the case. It's, yeah, yeah man, y'all, y'all can't do that. Yeah, like, y'all got to take notes right there. Because, like, and if anybody wants to, like, you know, reach out to Norm or, you know, wants to work with him, please make your profile pr- uh, public so we can see what you're all about. Um, with um, you having like I said I keep saying bread career too ahead of you um, what do you hope to accomplish with class of 99 when it finally comes like the actual like piece of work is finished like front to back like what do you hope to accomplish with that um I want more than anything I told people this for years like years ago I want people to be like yo that's a fucking classic like an undeniable classic you know what I'm saying? Like when people hear class ninety nine, I don't gotta skip anything. I want every song to be set up right. I want every song to flow into each other. I want you to feel every song. I want you to enjoy every song. Like I said, some of the songs are on um SoundCloud right now. It's a lot of those songs that aren't gonna go on to the actual mixtape, but it's some of those songs that are gonna go on there. So enjoy them now. I mean, there's also other songs that y'all haven't heard yet that are going to go on there. But like I said, that's why it's taking the time it's taking because I'm not rushing this. I'm doing it right. Everything is coming from the soul. So it might be a song, you know what I mean, where you you hear me talking about whatever because it's something I went through. My grandmother just passed like two weeks ago. It might be a song I write about that, you know what I mean? I put that on there. As it all just depends on if I feel that it, it matches right and everything meshes well. 
Yeah, I'm sorry about your grandma, man. I know that feel, man. I lost my grandma in Jan uh, in November. You know, I believe that you know, spiritual, uh, spiritual is real too. So, like, I bet you our grandmas are probably having tea in heaven, just watching us on the phone right now. That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. That's a big fact. Because, <laughs> because it all has to do with timing too. Because, like. This is one of my theories, too. Like, we all have dreams as a kid and stuff like that. But, like, later on, as we pursue our dreams, too, we work with people that we never thought of. Like, I never thought I was going to work with, like, a J.R. Swift or, like, Flea Lord or, like, like see, I thought I was going to be, like, working with, like, the game with 50 Cent. But, like, you just right, never know right, who you're right. going to need in life. That's Um. So as we come, um, for the people who are listening to, Norm, I'm going to come back on the, and uh, explain Class of 99, too. Um, we're going to call this, like, the prelude, the prelude. Um, I'm, I'm curious, because like um, you know how I do my show, show too. Um, this is the last qu- question I ask all my guests, too, and I'm curious to get your perspective on this, too. Um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Yeah, man, um, this too shall pass, man. Pray. Tie your butters up and keep it dugging, man. Just keep dugging, man, because that shit ain't gonna last forever. Trust me, I've, I've been through some shit. I didn't wanted to call it quits multiple times. But how you going, I mean, how you going to the finish line if you call it quits, you'll never know. You know what I mean? And there ain't no point in cutting shit short, man. It really ain't. So uh, I know it may be dark, you know what I mean, where trust, trust and believe is lighter than the tunnel. Right? I know that shit sound good, but it's dead. Just keep pushing, man. You ain't the only one we moving for you. Yeah, and like for anyone listening out there too, like Norm, Norm, Norm got some amazing hits out there too. So if if y'all rocking with me, and y'all might have recognized Norm on previous episodes um with the fam called the council too they're gonna be back too but we're gonna have a more structured show um norm uh i was gonna ask you too you're you're my dog right here Uh, you got anything that you want to say before i let you go my g because you know um i'm glad that you know Corey connected everything together yeah absolutely bro um i just want to say i'm super proud of you for what you're doing uh like i tell you all the time keep your foot on the fucking gas bro um, you interview a lot of my favorite MCs. This shit is so refreshing. This is see a young guy just keeping this shit alive. You know what I mean? You need people like you in the culture, bro. Just keep fucking doing it. Um, shouts to everybody out here. You know what I mean? Doing something dope. You know what I mean? Staying positive, pushing shit forward, man. It's 2019. Everybody out here working. I'm proud of all of y'all. Trust me. You know what I mean? Um, shouts to Corey, JR, man. I'm just Super proud of you, brothers, man. Y'all inspire me every day. Same thing with you, low fucking everybody, man. Stacy, the whole family, man, the whole team. This man, Mac, fucking Bernie, everybody. Man, it's, it's everybody I'm fucking surrounding myself with, man. It's it's dope, man. Cause everybody's pushing. Everybody's pushing. They got the they like the the, the Flintstone fucking cars. Everybody feet shit's going and shit. You know what I mean?
And, and then also, too, with... Um, Shout out to Stace too. I, I, I we're, we still gonna do the interview, Queen. I ain't forget you. I just, I just been hella busy right now. But, um, with, with um, you, Norm, too, having, like you said, well versed in music too. Just uh-huh. know that if you ever get frustrated and think that no one's listening, just I'm gonna give you some advice too that uh, Crooked uh, told me. You, you just never know who's listening, who's watching. They, but they're, they're just, you know, watching you to see how your vibe is to give you an opportunity. So if you ever feel frustrated or stuff like that, you know, just you just never know, my G. But you got everyone listening, my G. Just like 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 how you tell me, man. Keep your foot on the gas. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And then, um, with that being said, this is the introduction to Norm Regular from the desk of Low Solo, because like I said, he appeared on the show before, but we got a more in-depth interview right now. So like I said, my guy Norm Regular got people. Peace. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Oh, I just stopped the recording, my G. Um, 